Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's great to have you here with us today. And it's just been one of those weeks, hasn't it? Well, for us in Texas, it's rained and rained and rained and rained. And probably in other parts of the country, it snowed and snowed and snowed. But whatever condition you are sitting in today, we are so glad that you've turned on your computer, that you're listening to us, and you're looking forward to my guest today. You know, Second Wind is about just that getting your second wind. We go through so many transitions in our life that there are those good times, there are those bad times, those sort of lull times where we just need to listen to a word that says, you know, this is going to pass. You listen to this lady. She's got a message for you. She's going to help you through whatever you're dealing with. And ladies, we go through transition so many times. It's just amazing what we can become in our next stage, our second wind, our third wind. I don't know about you, but I think I've been through four or five myself. Well, my guest this morning was one of those um, meetings that happened that I have found as I have gotten closer to living in my genius, which is where you get to when you're really doing the work that you love to do and you know that you're so fulfilled in it. It seems that your path kind of comes across people that are complementary to you, um, I immediately connected with this lady at a workshop or convention, actually the E-Women's Convention, that was in Dallas, Texas, a couple years ago, and have so enjoyed listening to her from that time. Now, my guest is Betty Ann Leesburg Lang, and she is an accent modification coach with her company, that she created, Talking Well Consulting. Now, her business started, it was so fascinating. Her business resulted from visiting a doctor who was a Korean. He was a highly skilled doctor, but he was struggling so much with his thick accent. So, and this is a common problem with so many of our people that move to the United States and they come from uh, different dialects and different languages that they come here and adjusting to our language is very difficult. I don't know about you, but if I were moving someplace else, it would be a struggle for me. So I'm, my heart definitely goes out to these people. 
but it affects not only their professional careers, but it affects them in all ways. Because many times we judge people with by their language as to their skill, as to their ability, how smart they are. It seems crazy that we would do that. Well, Betty Ann didn't get her start there. This is just another one of her second wins that she was experiencing when she went back and started working with people, helping them with their dialects. Originally, she started at a very young age because her family traveled around. Her dad was in the service, so they moved a lot in those early days when she was a young girl. And she and her brother and sister created this game. Let's see how quickly and who wins. They had. They gave themselves two weeks to adjust to the new dialect wherever they were. I love this game. And I thought how creative that they would do this. But this is how she started out really perfecting her skill as a dialect coach. Now, <laughs> she's gone from there to being an actress on the stage and helping other actors with their dialects when their when their role required a change of um, language or dialect. And it's uh, it's amazing how she has transformed herself. She found her love, Tom, a musician in New York City, and from there they went to St. Louis, to Northwest Indiana, and now they live in Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore, Washington area. Well, it's no mistake that this skilled woman has worked with many um, actors, in their roles, as well as she was the accent modification coach for HBO's television series, The Wire. She's met many famous people, and she is to me very famous because she gave me wonderful advice when I was beginning in the radio business. So, Betty Ann Leesburg, welcome, welcome, Lang, Betty and Leesburg Lang, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad <laughs> to be here, to be a part of your program, especially the fact that, excuse me, voice and teachers, voice and diction teachers and dialect teachers aren't supposed to do this, but I have to clear my throat. Okay, <clears throat> okay there we oh, are. Oh, good. Um, I, I just find it fascinating Number one, you really nailed my history here, girl. You just write well, you, down the list. You know, um, you're just like a chameleon. You keep changing colors, changing colors with all well, this underlying. Well, I've been very fortunate yeah. that <clears throat> every time I go into a new place or something happens, um, I lose a job or I... Uh, <clears throat> um, move, make a move, or I start working in a new way. You know, mm -hmm. when major life transitions happen, the next thing for me kind of shows up. Yeah. And it's really, and it shows up 
when I'm very, very ready for it to mm. show up. Perfect and, timing. And, and it's because of this little tiny voice inside me that says, oop, that's the next thing. <laughs> or like the doctor you were talking about, mm-hmm. I got so frustrated and so annoyed that I couldn't understand him that I uh-huh. said, I have to fix that. <laughs> that has to be fixed. Uh-huh. And, so ta- <clears throat> and so Talking Well Consulting came out of that. You know, uh-huh. I have to fix this. And, and very often that's what happened. Like with my sister, brother, and I. That Mm -hmm. game was about, I have to fix this. We have to fix this. We have to stop getting beaten up. We have to stop being (laughs) the other. You know what Uh I mean? Uh The person who is out of favor, the the less than, Mm -hmm. as it were, which so many times all of us feel like that, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. It was always a risk. You know, but that little voice inside me, when it's always been right. It's always mm. been right. And I can always tell because when I don't listen to it, not bad things always, but very frustrating things happen. <laughs> well, you can miss, <laughs> you know, you can miss opportunities that only come as you hear that little voice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that little voice, says to you, this is going to be scary, but this is going to be a risk, but, or it says, well, you know, that's a really good idea, but I'm terrified. Those are the times you really need to listen to that little voice. Oh, you're so right. It's going to take you in a whole new delicious path Uh as it, as it did with me. Uh, When I was, when I left grad school and I was teaching uh, before I went to New York City, I was I was I was enjoying what I was doing because I was scared to go to New York and be an actress. And uh-huh. then I found all my students were going to New York and they were working as actors. <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute, if all these people that I'm training are working as actors, what am I doing in Iowa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. That's when I went to New York City. Mm-hmm. And you put- there, I got a job because I listened to my little voice. Yes. I said, I took a class in television commercials. And ah. we were taking this this class, and you would do a commercial for the video, and then they would view it, and everybody would critique it. Well. Yeah. Since I knew so much about dialects, I would say, well, you know, you're not finishing your words, and uh, that vowel is a New York accent, and you need Mm -hmm. to clean that up, Mm -hmm. la, la, la. Mm -hmm. Well, finally, I annoyed the so much. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I have a little buzz on my phone. I annoyed the instructor so much, he finally said to me, well, can you fix it? And I said, yes. Why did I say yes? I have absolutely no idea, except that little voice said, you can do this. Oh, love it. 
I love it. Oh, well, well, he gave me an office. He sent me clients, and it became what we call in the theater my day job. Cool. So well, I could do that. Betty, Betty Ann, we're going to break here because I don't okay. want you to get into the middle of another wonderful story. I could just sit and listen to you all day. But we are going to break, and we're going to come back and listen to more of Betty Ann, these Betty Ann's wonderful stories of her transitions. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, Everything You Want to Know But Didn't Know What to Ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Now, Betty Ann Leesburg-Lang is our guest today, and she is an accent modification coach. And I she has just had such a fascinating career from the stage, performing on the stage, training people going on the stage, um, actually working with their dialects. So tell us another story, Lee, uh, Betty Ann, that you have about <laughs> that wonder that's in that wonderful box of stories. Well, one thing I wanted to mention for your viewers is people who risk. And one of the people who risked that I worked with was, now don't be upset, Howard Stern. <laughs> oh, Howard. Uh, oh, now, 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 believe it or not, he's a very nice, well, when I knew him, he was a very nice young man, and I believe he still is. And that 
shock jock thing is just a persona. But mm-hmm. I always tell people, um, I taught Howard how to speak, but not what to say. Oh, good. So I don't have to take responsibility for that. Um, but Did he, he was have one a strong of the accent? Oh, my goodness, yes. He was from Long Island, New York. Uh-huh. He was incredibly nasal. Mm. And he had a higher voice. You know that beautiful, deep thing he has now? No. Yes. We we worked on that and worked on that. He was the hardest working uh, client, student that I've ever had. Mm. Just so marvelously disciplined. I'm not surprised he's famous. Mm-hmm. Now, and was two he other... at that time, was he, he wasn't on his show now. He was. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even let him on the radio then. His station manager, really, a station manager said, no, no, you, no, no, you can't go on the radio. You, uh, you can't even talk. Right. So, yeah, no. So he risked studying. Mm-hmm. And look where he is now. Yeah. Wonderful. So just a little, a little goody that people, people who really want something can risk. Mm-hmm. And, and they well, I don't know. I didn't become famous, but they can become what they want if they're listening to that little voice. They really can. Yeah. Listen, let me help your uh, your audience members, your lovely ladies, by telling them how they can do some of this stuff. Would that be okay with you? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, I'll right. listen too. <laughs> well. One of the one of the things important for us to know is that people decide whether or not they want to listen to us in the first fifteen seconds. Mm. Oh, that could be quick. so scary! It's that quick. So yeah. you know, we kind of all need a really good introduction of ourselves. Now, that's whether you're in business or an interview, networking event, even mm-hmm. at a party, out to dinner, mm-hmm. or on a date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the three things you need is to be able to say your voice clearly. We all have a tendency to rush through our voices. We say, hello, I'm Betty Ellis McClay. How can anybody ever remember my whole long name if I say it that quickly? Right. The same is for all of us. Mm. And a good handshake and looking people straight in the eye, very, very important. Really? You know, women... Many women's voices are too high, and they speak too fast, mm-hmm. and especially in situations which make us all nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if we practice talking too slowly when we're in a conversation with someone, what happens is, Our adrenaline is running so fast, we end up talking about it at a normal rate, which is odd. But -hmm. that's really what happens. And practicing talking very low, it's going to feel really weird, and we're going to feel like we talk like men, and Mm -hmm. we're not talking like men because we can't reach down there. (laughs) I can't even get down there. And... And it enables us to feel and sound stronger. I when, when we're I speaking first started lower, lower. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't mean low. I mean Mm -hmm. just kind of speaking the way we think we would sound if we were really confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And practicing that by reading out loud. Ah. It's one of the the best ways to do it. And Mm -hmm. we all know we have fabulous books we love to read. Yes. Mm-hmm. And why shouldn't we read them out loud? All right. When you say read out loud, are you saying like 15 minutes every day or what would you recommend? Well, I'd recommend starting with five minutes every day and then the next week working up to 10 and the next week working up to 15. Because reading out loud for five minutes every day is is just going to exhaust you. You can't imagine how many pages or words that is. Oh, really? I use an egg timer. Oh. I do. I, and you I do set it an too? egg timer. I do it, yeah, I do it when I'm practicing uh, my voice. I do it when I'm learning a new dialect. I do it, um, well, I do it when I'm writing too, so hmm. that I know it. And I had to learn, you know, I thought, oh, I'm writing so much, I'm writing so much. Three minutes have gone by. (laughs) What just happened that I didn't know that? So that's one of the ways. There's another thing. When you're talking or getting ready to speak to somebody about something important, Mm -hmm. take 10 deep breaths. Now, this is a way of balancing your adrenaline. So -hmm. if you take 10 deep breaths, that's in your nose and out of Mm -hmm. your mouth, because you Mm -hmm. talk out of your mouth. Yes. Your nerves will go up for the first five. You'll get more and more nervous for the first five, and Mm -hmm. then it'll all calm down for the second five. It's the most amazing way to balance your adrenaline so there's enough adrenaline for you to use and be able to talk openly and express yourself and talk about what you want to talk about. Yes. And you know, so you have enough adrenaline to do that, but not so much adrenaline that you find yourself talking all the way up like this and very, very fast. <laughs> yeah. Not so good. <laughs> Another no. thing that we all have to learn as women is so many times when we're in transition, we think of ourselves as victims. Yes. And one of the first places that victimization shows up in women is in their voices. Hmm. We have a tendency to pick up our voices at the end. Yes. And it sounds like we're always asking a question. Yes. Or like we're always looking for confirmation. Mm-hmm. Or we're trying to make sure that someone else understands what we mean. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me doing that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have and worked it- with a coach before who ends every one of her sentences that way. And the strangest thing is that the people coaching under her end up talking that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They copy her. (laughs) Yes, of course they do. Of course they do. Mm -hmm. But one of the ways to sound confident and to sound sure of yourself is to end your sentences down. Yeah. Now you Mm -hmm. do a very good job of that because you want people to be nurtured, you want people to be clear about what you're saying to them. 
Mm-hmm. You want them to know that that, as you call it, that little genius, that little voice inside of them is really, really something to be listened to. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you do a wonderful job of that. You do, you do. Oh, thank you. And again, you. you're welcome. What? And again, <laughs> this business of reading out loud makes it enable, enables you to practice dropping your sentences down. Yeah. Now, not that far. <laughs> but, but you might even want to start emphasizing it like that in the beginning. Because you, absolutely, if you have that tendency, right, ending, and yeah. even if we don't have that tendency, it certainly doesn't hurt us to practice mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. so that we're sure that that is not our difficulty or our yeah. challenge. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I always liked that. I was mm-hmm. when someone says, "Well, women have this problem speaking." I was thinking, okay, I'm going home and I'm going to practice that. So I'm sure that isn't one of my my situations. Right. Oh, now, what about when I I mispronounce my words? You know, I I have that habit, um, and it's um, not always am I corrected. Sometimes I'll correct myself, but. Um, why do we do that? Why do we put the syllable on the wrong, the stress on the wrong syllable? Yeah, the emphasis on the wrong yeah, syllable, yeah, yeah, as yeah. they say. <laughs> um, I love that phrase. Do you know that it was in the movie uh, by Walt Disney? That's oh, really? Where I stole it. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> stole it. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due. Absolutely. And one of the reasons we do that is... Because of our accents, uh-huh. everybody in the United States has an accent. Don't mm-hmm. tell anybody, but we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I tease a lot about your Texas accent and how hard I had to work to eliminate my Texas accent, <laughs> uh, which I can go into almost instantaneously, especially, and I have to be careful talking to you, because especially when I'm talking to another Texan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. I'm in such trouble. But <laughs> the reason we do that is because sometimes we haven't looked the word up. Yes. And sometimes it's because we're nervous. Yes. And sometimes it's because we're trying so hard to be clear. But we're going so fast that the syllables all stop being dealt with. Now. Right. One of the things that we can do to practice is, well, let me explain it this way. Okay. When you stress Hold that, something, Betty Ann, because we okay, must go okay. to break. And I don't want to miss how to correct it because I am absolutely the one that's going to do it. So when we come back, Betty Ann will offer a solu- solution Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The Woohoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with my fabulous friend, Betty Ann Leesburg-Lang, and she is an accent modification coach. Now, what that means is that she can work on dialects, she can help you speak, she can, she, we've been just having a great time talking about me, and we're going to share some of the insights that she has about my delivery, which I think is just going to be fun, so... (laughs) The Betty Ann, before we went to break, we had talked about emphasis and putting um and I know this is one of the one of the things that I do. I will put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. And, right. and you were telling me why. <clears throat> well, um one of the things that happens to us and Joyce, it happens to you. Mm-hmm. And that is you lock your breath. Lock before a sentence, yeah, or before okay. word, you'd stop breathing. Oh. And the reason that's important 
is because <laughs> one of the things we need to do when we're talking is breathe. Yes. Because we need to get oxygen to our brain so our brain is moving thoroughly mm-hmm. so we can say all the syllables in a word clearly. Now, nobody ever thinks about that. We all think about if I stop and wait right. for the other person to finish or if I stop when I'm listening to someone intently, mm-hmm. or if I stop because I'm trying to figure out the next new word that I want to say. If you just breathe during those intervals, you'll have enough energy to speak clearly the next thing that you want to say. And it's the same thing with syllables. But ooh, syllables have... Now, this sometimes happens with you, but not always. And that's when people put... Um, Stress someplace as we were ju- that's incorrect as we mm-hmm. were just saying, mm-hmm. but often people don't know what stress is, and when you stress a syllable um, or a word in a sentence or a phrase, there's one of three things we do: uh-huh. we elongate, we uh, change the pitch, or we make it louder. So if we mm-hmm. take the word syllable and we say it incorrectly, syllable, uh-huh. we need, did you hear me? I changed pitch and I got uh, uh, longer. So if yes. I want to say it correctly, I say syllable, syllable. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the pitch up mm-hmm. and I'm making it a little longer. Well, now, how you much of choose- that, how much of that, Betty Ann, is dialect and how much of and, and I'm using dialect as in the uh, part of the country I come to and how we speak down here. And how much of it is my coping mechanism in delivery? Hmm. I'd say about a third of your accent. A third of it is your accent, mm-hmm. and two thirds of it is nerves. If mm-hmm. you're during a transitional period, because where we are in our life has a lot to do with how we speak. Yes. If we're very nervous, if we're very concerned, if we're worried, or if we're <laughs> in shock mm-hmm. um, because something major has happened, um, we stop. We just stop. So we mm-hmm. stop talking, and so that shows up in your voice. Whatever's going on with you shows up in your voice. Part of that is that we need, in order to sound clear and educated and confident, Mm -hmm. we need to finish our words. You finish your words most of the time, Joyce, (laughs) but your lovely Texas accent shows up (laughs) when you you don't. Now, you said stress, and you said stress in your life. So are you talking about getting anxious and nervous about presenting the radio show? Are you saying anxious and nervous about what's actually going on in my daily life? Pick one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Both, yes. It's both. What I mean by that Uh is when you get ready to do your radio show, you aren't nervous, 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 like I get, so my voice isn't as clear as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you have a little 
a little bit of nerves, a little bit of over uh, uh, adrenaline because mm-hmm. you're preparing to do a live show with a person that you have no idea what they're going to say. I mean, you have some idea, but, oh, goodness, this what you do is an act of trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a little bit of that. Right. But right. in many ways, it's because we, do, we don't finish words. So that when one really good example is the word stop. Yes. We say stop. And we stop the sound. <laughs> we close our lips. And uh-huh. we don't finish the word by opening them again. And when we drop that last word, we reduce the importance of what we're saying. So um, something I call prepare and produce. We prepare mm-hmm. a lot of sounds, but we don't fully produce them. Mm-hmm. Example, find, besides the word stop, one of the things we don't do is elongate final sounds that are long. Like the word... Uh, like the phrase, come on. We have a tendency to bite that M and that N. We, we bite it. clamp our lips together. We clamp our tongue up against the roof of our mouth for the N. We just mm-hmm. clamp down, and mm-hmm. especially if we're nervous. Mm-hmm. But what we need to do is elongate those sounds because that makes us more confident. So we can say, come on. Oh. Come on. And I would probably go, come on. Come on. Hmm. Betty, See how, what I mean? how, often, how long do you work with somebody? <laughs> well, would um, I be an extreme case? <laughs> yes, it is. That's absolutely an extreme case. Um, uh-huh. Well, I, I depends on what the difficulty is. With someone who has Uh, a Native American accent, I don't mean a Native American, Mm -hmm. I mean a U.S. accent, a regional accent. Uh Um, That can be anywhere from three to six months, once a week. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Well, how long did it take you to learn to speak when you were a baby? (laughs) It took you a full year and sometimes two. Yeah. So oh. that if you work in four-week segments, then you can learn one thing and then the next and then the next. And one of the things that's so important about using language is that it be descriptive. Mm-hmm. Using your five senses, ooh, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it look like? And colors and textures and words that carry emotions that are specific. Like mm-hmm. you could say... I judged them, mm-hmm. or I was critical of that, or I was concerned about this, or I'm not clear about that, rather than judged. Judged oh. is such a mm-hmm. mm, negative word, mm-hmm. because yeah. it says that you are higher and someone else is lower and you're more important. Well, we don't mm-hmm. need to be more important. We need to be colleagues. Mm-hmm. And it, the more women can do that, the richer their life experience is going to be. The more they listen to, what is it you call it? The little genius 
Yes, what, the little genius what, inside. What's the phrase that you use that I loved? Um, the phrase. The little genius inside you, the... There's a I wonderful can't. phrase you use, and you use it in your promo, and I love it. Now, when you do that phrase, you just speak so beautifully. And with your wonderful Texas accent. <laughs> because now, you elongate words, and it's wonderful, and you make melody with the words. Yes. Okay. Well, um, why does somebody do that? Why do they do melody? Why would I do oh. melody? Well, just the way um, I just the way I enunciate my it's words. It's part of your accent. Part of my and accent. Did you know that people use different melodies in different parts of the country? No. <laughs> no. And they do it in part because of the weather. Oh, interesting. When it's colder, you don't speak with your mouth open, and you don't elongate sound. Oh, yes. When it's warmer, like it is in the South, mm -hmm. oh my, we can elongate sounds as long as we want <laughs> to because it won't make any difference. Mm -hmm. No, we have enough breath, we have enough space in Texas. Or Texas, as I was learned <laughs> to say it, in Austin. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, you have a wonderful, now we only have about two minutes, but when we come back, I want them to be able to go to your uh, analysis discussion that you have on your website. So when we come back, I want you to give that information to our listeners so they can uh, go to your website and reap some of the valuable information that you have there. So we will be back shortly to talk with Betty Ann Leesburg Lang and um, find out what other secrets she has available for us. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with lessons in joyful living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I dot com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. 
Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking with Betty Ann Leesburg Lane today. And Betty Ann has on her website some valuable information that I really think you would enjoy taking, participating, and getting the benefit from. So, Betty Ann, would you tell us how to find you on the web? Certainly. Um, Thank you for asking. (laughs) My (laughs) website is called TalkingWellConsulting.com, and if you go on the website, You'll find at the last page, there is a a little box that says to get your free vocal analysis. That's on the right side. And on the left side, it says take this questionnaire. And the questionnaire is about your voice and about when you started speaking English and where are you from and -hmm. what languages do you speak and a place to fill in what concerns you about your voice. And after you completely fill in the questionnaire, uh, leave me your email. I will get back to you, and then I will give you two pieces to read. And you and I get to talk for half an hour about how you read and what I think you can do for yourself and what I think I can do to help you, which I think is fun. Oh, I do. And, <laughs> and and then if you want to find out some other things about what I do, you can go to LinkedIn and look up my name and there's a couple of articles there about how to help you uh deal with difficulties with your voice. What is good ways to present yourself when you're making a presentation or when you're at a networking event? Um, those kinds of things that really help you prepare for that and ways to find out how to listen to that little voice inside of you. <laughs> and, well, and, you know, those are the things that I would love to have people do. And I have a webpage called Talking Well Consulting on Facebook. So you can write me an email on Facebook and ask me all the questions you want, and I'm right there to answer them. Okay, so Facebook is Talking Well. LinkedIn is? Betty Ann Leesburg Lang. Okay, and then your website again? Talking Well Consulting. 
Oh, I think everybody of every one of my listeners would have such a good time going to your website and taking that um, analysis. I think you may find me on there, Betty Ann. I'd love. <laughs> I'm. Not, I'm sitting here going, thinking about how do I stop breathing? When do I stop? How do I not finish my work? <laughs> like, I, there's a lot to think about, isn't there? There is. And the wonderful thing is not only can you work on it yourself by reading out loud, Mm -hmm. who thought reading out loud would be able to help us that much. Yes. And and coming to hear me, coming to see me, coming to talk to me on my website. I would Mm -hmm. love to do that for your listeners. I would love to do that for you. You and I could have a nice chat about that. (laughs) And you'd be so happy because I can give you ideas. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you how I can help you as well as helping you help yourself. Right. And I think that would be lovely. I do. I do. <laughs> now, when you work with somebody, do you also work with those people that are distances away? And do you use Skype or do you mainly do in-person work? Well, no, I use Skype. I have a gentleman in uh, California. Ah, and a woman that I talked to in uh, Northwest Canada, mm-hmm. and another woman that I talked to in England, and another one in India. Mm. So somebody in the States is a piece of cake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, but yes. Skype is Time's a wonderful over. way to chat with someone because... They can see me, and I can see them, plus us hearing one another. And that's so useful. Oh, yes. Now, when you work with somebody, are they primarily in the acting profession, or are they speakers, or just someone that's personally interested in improving their delivery? All of the above. Actually, many, many of the people that I work with are in in business and the law and medicine, because you know as well as I do, there are many people in those fields who mm-hmm. have very heavy accents. Mm-hmm. But I like working with women in transition because mm-hmm. it's important that we sound confident and it's important that we are we feel in control of our voice. Because there's so many other places we don't always feel in control. And knowing that we have something we can handle and that can help us. So anybody, I've worked with many, many, (laughs) what my father would call ordinary (laughs) people. Talk about dropping syllables. Yeah. Um, and, And those people... In order, especially women, in order to, in order, <laughs> I'm picking up your habits here, Joyce. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. And not to be sorry, not to be sorry. In order for them to feel more confident, more in charge of themselves, so they have ways of controlling their nervousness. I think that's very important. I think well, that's you know, very, very important. So much of my work in my coaching is, is about mind shifts, working on that 
inner self that we need to appreciate and love more and recognize for the genius that each of us is. So I'm wondering how does, um, when you work with somebody about delivery and accent, is there some attention given to the mind shifting inside or is that a natural um, result of delivering your your message clearer, better, more succinct? No, there's absolutely, you're absolutely right about the mind shift. Uh-huh. There needs to be a mind shift. Uh-huh. One of the things I, I always talk about is the importance of waiting and listening. Mm-hmm. So often, and you can tell today, I can be accused of this royally, we want to jump in. We want to say everything we want to say. Mm-hmm. And we don't spend our time waiting and listening. And if mm-hmm. we spend more time waiting and listening, it will allow us to have that mind shift. It will mm-hmm. give us the space and time. Also, breathing is very important about that mind shift because when you're breathing deeply, it's an opportunity to listen to that wonderful little, wonderful little voice in your in your mm-hmm. inner self. Yes. And meditation is important. I meditate. Uh, by meditation, I don't mean sitting in a lotus position and with my legs all crossed <laughs> and my hands outreached. Although that works very nicely for some people. I just sit. <laughs> It'd take me well, longer I, to get in that position than getting yeah. getting in and getting out. <laughs> I have. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. Um, <laughs> especially for me with, with my gangly old legs. <laughs> the the for me meditation is just sitting and having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and listening to very soothing music with no words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you have words, your mind goes there. You need your mind just to be free. Mm-hmm. Or you can think about what you're concerned about before you go to bed and get up in the morning and all of a sudden you'll find <laughs> some answers or more questions. I know, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Oh. Also, yeah. I get up and write every morning, and I, when I started, I did it for a week at a time. And you write everything, mm-hmm. your fears, your anger, your sorrow. I write about fat bud season. Fat bud season is between winter and spring when I'm waiting for spring, and I watch the buds get fatter and fatter and fatter. Oh, <laughs> yes. Because as far as I'm concerned, there's got to be something before spring because I dislike winter so much. <laughs> Living a little further north than Texas, oh, I'm yes. not as happy. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. those nice, hot summers. Well, and one, I of the things, think- one of the things that I think women sometimes, um, it works against you, but I think it's very powerful. That silence that we have seems to be a very powerful, whether use of time, whether it's in a conversation, whether it's sitting quietly in your own room meditating, it's the silence that seems to have its own power. Have you found that? 
I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. The ability just to sit with yourself mm-hmm. because you are so important. Mm-hmm. And each one of us very often doesn't give, we don't give ourselves credit for how right. wise we are, for how strong we are, mm-hmm. yeah. for how well we create things inside ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is so important to know that you have mm-hmm. a very important part of yourself in there talking to you. Yeah. And the ability well, to learn to listen is that silence. Right. So beautifully said, Betty Ann. Again, we've come to the end of our segment, and I want to say Thank you for being my guest today. I've enjoyed the critique, the words of wisdom, the valuable information that you have shared with my guests. So thank you for being here with me. I look forward always to sharing with my listening audience these wonderful people that I have the opportunity to sit and talk with. You know, it's just so rare that we have this time. And I appreciate everyone that has chosen to spend this precious time with me and with my guest. Next week, we'll have another fabulous guest, but with a different genius. So please tune in. Be with us next week as we cover and connect and share the wonderful transitions that we all go through, our second wins. Have a great day. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 